Hey everyone, welcome to Indie Film Grit, a podcast about indie films and indie filmmakers. I am your host, Timothy Patrick, but you, you can call me Tim. In this episode, I'm joined by Steve Vitolo, the CEO and founder of Scriptation, a script annotation app designed specifically for film and TV production. We talk about how he made his way through the industry, working in the writer's room, uh, working in TV, and how he came up with the idea for this game-changing app, Scriptation. Let's get into it. And here we are with Steve Vitolo. Steve. Thanks for being on the podcast, man. How are you? I'm good. Happy to be here, Tim. Thanks for having me. Well, it's, it's my pleasure, man. Um, so much to talk to you about on the writing side, the production side, and even the technology side. But before we get into all that, can you, can you let, us, let us know a little bit about yourself, some of your background, and how you got into TV and film? Sure. Um, so I uh, grew up in New York, <laughs> watching a lot of television and uh, watching a lot of Seinfeld. And I, um, you know, wanted to write from from there. And I, I went to school at Boston University. I took a bunch of writing classes and uh, I moved out to Los Angeles and worked my way up on the on the writer side. And um, anyone who's kind of you know, moved out here and wants to go that route, you know, that generally you start at the bottom of the totem pole. (laughs) So, um, I worked as a production assistant for the first couple of years on a variety of shows. Uh, I think my very first job was on, um, a show called blowing up, which was a WB show starring Jamie Kennedy. (laughs) And, uh, so it was kind of a, reality show and I was kind of bumping around in reality live event award shows and uh, then I I broke into scripted as a production assistant and worked my way up um, in the writer's office to writer's production assistant then a writer's assistant then script coordinator and uh, was lucky enough to write a a couple of freelance episodes on um, some TV shows and uh, yeah I mean it was kind of a, that's a very compressed version of a, of a, of a 10 year journey. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, from there I, um, when I was working on those shows, I, I kind of figured out, a a problem with the script distribution and reading and annotating process and, um, created an app from that. But yeah, we can get into that later. For sure. But, uh, yeah. That's the, uh, that's the, the cherry on top. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, you 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 started in basically reality TV. I imagine as a writer uh, or an aspiring writer, uh, that may be a little frustrating. Well, well, I think when you're, I mean, sure, like when you're when you're breaking in and you have not many connections, you will take any job you have. So anything that's in the industry seems great, and when you're young you're, you know, you're happy. You, you're a PA on a, on a show that's going to be on television. So, Mm -hmm. you know, at that point, 
like if if I if I took that now, obviously that would be a problem. <laughs> but when you're um, when you're first breaking in, and um, you'll take anything you have. So, but my, my um, what I really wanted to do was get out of the reality live event space because that's not something I want. I was really interested in doing. I mean, I learned a lot working on those shows, and I'm really glad that I did it because it it gives you know, gave me a perspective on the industry. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's always good not to, if you're a writer and you graduate and then you go right to writing, um, you don't have really the perspective. You don't have all of these other jobs and you don't really understand how different departments work. So, um, you know, working on those shows and I, you know, I originally started, uh, so I was on that show, um, just for like a couple days. It was like a very quick, thing. And then I ended up working on live event shows. So I was working on the Academy Awards as a production assistant. Wow. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it's not as glamorous when you're working as a PA. (laughs) Sure. But I mean, you were there, you were at the Oscars. Yeah. So that, and I, I worked there for three years, actually. Um, it just kind of worked at, worked out where I was always free when they were staffing, so the first two years I worked as a production assistant and the next year, uh, the following year, I worked as a second assistant to the line producer on the show. Um, and that, I mean, my favorite night was show night because I didn't actually didn't have to do anything. <laughs> Ever, everything was done. Cause right. You know, you're working and you're prepping for the show. Right. And then when you get the show night, like you're basically there to watch and, um, I remember that third year I kind of had the best seat in the house where I was in an office that was that, um, where the hallway that went by the office, all the presenters were going up and then all the people that received the awards were passing by that office. Wow. So I had a view of like everyone coming and going and that was, that was really cool. So that alone was worth the three months of being a second assistant. Oh yeah. Um, just to just to have those three hours to, or three plus hours during that night. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people do PA work, and uh, they're the unsung heroes of production. Uh, but uh, you know, some PAs are stuck on a, a student film out in the heat, and uh, you're, you're hobnobbing with stars. <laughs> yeah, well, that was of the, you know, hundreds and thousands of hours I worked, that was three of the hours. <laughs> but, and that was that was, you know, it kind of makes it makes it worth it. But yeah, when you're when you're a production assistant, um, I don't know if people know this. I mean, they probably do. But you're I mean, every odd job, like every thing that is kind of not a normal thing, like you're responsible for doing. It's like, oh, hey, this leftover oh, we need to get a piece of tape mm-hmm. <laughs> or, you know, go to the store and get it. So it's like, those are, kind of, those are the tasks that you have. You have all kind of the odd jobs. Um, and it's, it's a great experience because then you kind of get to see how everything else is working. And as a PA, you're also interacting, especially on those shows, because there are so many different departments on these live award shows. Um, and the departments don't have their own PAs. So a lot of times you'll, be, you know, you'll be running an errand or doing something for a particular department and then you get to learn a little bit about that department. Mm-hmm. So that was, you know, that was kind of a, 
an interesting, um, I guess, way to, way to look at it when you're working on those shows. Interesting. Now, when, when you got to listen to, uh, the acceptance speeches, uh, was the writer inside you, uh, rewriting their speeches? <laughs> no, no. Okay. Just trying to no, get I, in the mind of the writer here. Yeah. I haven't, uh, I don't think I've ever like pretended to give an acceptance speech. I, my goal is, you know, working as a writer isn't really to win an Emmy. It's just to be able to run my own show. Hmm. That's that, I, I mean, I, I would think that, and I'm a, I'm a comedy writer. I would think that most comedy writers don't really, the Emmy is getting an award is fantastic. Obviously it's nice to be recognized, but I think what, what is more important is just to create a show that, you know, is your show and you could be proud of and that other people like. Yeah, definitely. Well, you're definitely on your way. That's for sure. Um, I mean, some of these things you worked on are huge. Um, like uh, Blackish, and and you wrote the uh, one of the finales for that. Yeah, um, I wrote with the so I was a script coordinator on the last two seasons, season three and season four of Blackish, mm-hmm. and yeah, I co-wrote an episode with the writer's assistant. Happened to be the finale of the season, and it was a tremendous experience. You know, as a script coordinator. Um, Another kind of title for script coordinator is writer's assistant because they kind of overlap. So when you work um, as a script coordinator, writer's assistant, you're in the room with the writers. You're taking notes. You're working in the script. Um, If you're on a show that uh, is nice to you, they'll let you pitch jokes and um, story ideas and and things like that. And that's one of Blackish is one of those shows where the writing staff is fantastic and they're really the the best joke is the joke that they put in and they'll let you pitch and and yeah so i had been working on the show for for two seasons and i was lucky enough to get a freelance with the writer's assistant and it was in this major arc of the show where the two main characters for the last four episodes the two main characters were going through a separation Mm -hmm. um and the last show they um, got back together so it was a pretty important show and when you work in a in a writer's room every every one of the you know all the writers were all breaking the story together um so we all kind of know how the show is going to get laid out and then uh, we we get the story in in kind of a board slash outline form and then we put it into a more proper outline and then we write a first draft of the script and then um, it goes through kind of the writing process where you bring it into the room, Ooh. it gets rewritten and then uh, gets produced. But yeah, I mean, having, um, you know, g- giving the finale of kind of an important arc and kind of a controversial arc from the viewer's standpoint uh, was really I mean, you know, me and the other writer, his name's Graham Towers. We actually really looked forward to this. Um, and it was like a big responsibility and also great that, that the writers trusted, trusted us to do this. And I, I think it came out great. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, you know, I hear so many, so many things about writers' rooms. Um, you know, you hear the late night talk show guys talk about it and whatnot. 
Is it as 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 ruthless or as tedious as, as they say? Every writer's room has its own personality. It it depends on the writers, and it depends really. It, it all comes from the top, you know. So it depends on the showrunner and how the showrunner runs the room. Um, and I've worked on when you're working in scripted. Um, I've worked on shows where uh, the script is room written, so where you come up with the story idea in the room and then you actually write the script all together in the room. Mm -hmm. And then I've worked on shows where um, you break a story and then the writer goes off and, and writes the episode and then it comes in and goes through the writing process. And I've worked on shows that are kind of a mix of each where you break the story in the room and then the writers will go and each write scenes and then they come back and all the scenes get put together and then you rewrite it. So, uh, it kind of depends on how the showrunner runs it, but as far as it being like, you know, ruthless and it, it depends how nice the showrunner is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've been lucky. I I've worked with some great, uh, showrunners just from day one. I mean, um, Kenya Barris on blackish and really Corey Nickerson ran the room at blackish. Um, and they were great. And, um, when I worked on hot in Cleveland and crowded, it was Suzanne Martin. It was her show and Chris Marshall and Sam Johnson ran hot in Cleveland for the last season. And just the nicest, they were all just the nicest people. Um, hmm. and Victor Fresco, I worked with a, a couple of times on Sean saves the world and on man up Chris Moynihan also there. I've just, I've been kind of lucky. Um, mm -hmm. And that I've really worked for great showrunners and never had a showrunner that had a bad attitude or the writers hated, you know, it, it was all really collaborative and everybody was just, you know, it comes down to being a nice person. Right. So if the showrunner is a nice person, um, they'll probably run the room uh, in a, <laughs> in a good way. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I, I, you know, haven't had any of these horror stories that I know others have had. I mean, what I've learned is the best showrunners or I would say the, the kindest showrunners to assistants are the ones that have been assistants. Hmm. So, um, I mean, I would hope that if I ever get the opportunity to run my own show, having worked, you know, in so many different facets of the industry and in so many different departments, um, I kind of understand the plight of the production assistant right. and, being a script coordinator, um, you work with different departments. I mean, that your job really is to be the liaison between the writers and the production. So, um, being a script coordinator, you really know how different departments function. Obviously, not you know intimately because you're not working. You haven't like spent years working with that department, but you get the general idea. Mm -hmm. So, I think being a script coordinator, working your way up in the industry and being a script coordinator that's worked for a while, um, that sh probably makes a good showrunner is my guess. I, I haven't been a showrunner, but I would, I would think that <laughs> being able to understand the different departments and, um, would probably be super beneficial for that job. Mm-hmm. Now, when you said earlier that uh, your ultimate goal is is to run a show, I assumed you meant showrunner. Is that what you meant, or? Yeah, showrunner. So okay. creating, you know, creating a a show and being the head writer, um, you know, that's kind of what I mean by showrunning. 
any one of the head writers on any sort of comedy or drama, there's always a head writer or co-head writers. So Mm -hmm. those are, yeah, I mean, that's what, you know, any, any writer kind of aspires to, they want to create their own show and then run the writer's room. And, um, you know, when you're show running, you're kind of responsible for all aspects of it. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's the dream to be able to say like, Hey, I want to do this joke and this thing. And then your wonderful production crew somehow makes it happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a pretty cool feeling. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause in film, the director kind of runs the whole thing, but in uh, TV, uh, directors come and go per episode a lot of the times yeah. and it's the showrunner that is really driving the ship. Yeah. It's really the showrunner's vision on in television, yeah, it's much different than um, than film, where really the director is the boss. Because um, what what the when the director comes in in a, in a TV show, they're kind of of course they they have a lot of room for creativity, um, but there's already the show is it, it's a machine, mm-hmm. you know, it's up and running, and there's a set way things look. Like the DP is going to be the same on the show. Um, so everything's gonna, you know, has to have the same look and feel. It can't be so jarring where the director comes in and it's going to look totally different. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, on a, on a TV show, I'm not, I'm not a director, but there's a lot in TV with getting performances, especially in a comedy, you know, the director is going to come in and, and make sure that they get the performances. And, you know, of course they're going to do so, so many other things to lift the show, sure. but really that's kind of a big part of it because it is the showrunner and the writer's vision there's a you know it doesn't always work like this on in film but um i mean it probably does an indie film but um where the the writer in uh in television production is on set and Mm -hmm. the director will have his say but um we'll have to you know if the writer wants it done a certain way that's kind of how it's going to happen or if the writer feels like they're not landing on a joke um, or the scene isn't quite working and there'll be a rewrite. So yeah, that's kind of, you know, it does work differently in TV than it does with film. Yeah. Not to diminish, uh, TV directors, but in a way it's almost like, uh, they're a guest star. Uh, yeah, they are. I mean, they're coming, uh, it's a little different on a multi-camera show than on a single camera show. Hmm. Cause on a single camera show, that's definitely the case where they, they come, they prep, they shoot, they're in post. So if you have, you know, like a 22, 24 episode season of Blackish, you're going to have like, you know, 16, 18 different directors. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it really is coming and, wow. and, you know, being, and there are, you know, a lot of directors really elevate and are incredible. And then we want them back, mm-hmm. um, on a multi-camera show because of the way the schedule works it's possible that the same director could be on for the entire uh, episode run. So, I mean, sometimes there are a few guests here and there, but if you're doing 22 episodes of a multi-camera show, they could, the director could do 20 episodes, and they have a huge say in that show. Um, not quite on par with the showrunner, but pretty close to it, mm-hmm. because they're you know, with those directors on a multicam and because of the way it's run and because of the way you rehearse, um, 
every day with the director, there's a rapport between the actors and the director that the showrunner just isn't going to have. Right. Interesting. Now, you mentioned uh, being a script coordinator. Um, Tell me about the confusion between uh, script coordinating and and script supervising. (laughs) Sure. Well, I can't script supervise. So let's get that out of the way. (laughs) It's a highly skilled job. I have no idea what they're doing (laughs) with their lines and the squiggles and all that stuff. Well, no, I kind of have some idea what they're doing because I do work with them. Um, But, yeah, I think since script supervisor is is such in the ether, (laughs) like everybody kind of has heard of a script supervisor. They know they're they're the person on set. Mm -hmm. Um, That a lot of times script coordinators get called script supervisors just because that's the name that they know. So yeah, a script supervisor is, is on set, um, dealing with continuity. You know, they're, they're the ones on set dealing with continuity, getting takes, uh, working with the director, editorial, things like that. Um, they're the ones when you see a script with lines and squiggles and timing, like that's what a script supervisor does. Mm-hmm. A script coordinator is the person that is res- that is the liaison between the writing staff and the production staff. So they are the ones that um, the script comes to them. They make sure it's formatted correctly. They make sure it has scene numbers. They make sure it's locked. They make sure that legally uh, it's okay um, to shoot. Um, so they deal with like legal and, and clearance issues with different departments. And uh, they're also the ones that are distributing the script to the production as well. So they're hmm. emailing the script out um, to different people and making sure people are on distribution lists. And it, whether you're working on a comedy or a drama, it depends a little. Usually drama script coordinators, that is their, uh, that's their responsibility. They're kind of they're in an office because there's usually a lot more on drama scripts than there are comedy. Um, so usually that's like their job. But when you're on a comedy and you're a script coordinator, a lot of times you'll also be working in the room in the script, kind of like a writer's assistant as well, mm-hmm. where um, writers are pitching jokes and you're getting the jokes down or, or you'll be in there taking notes. So there's a little crossover on the comedy side with a writer's assistant and a script coordinator. Which one gets paid more? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, now actually, script coordinators and writers assistants are unionized for the first time, I think, ever. Oh, really? May, they may have been unionized maybe 15, 20 years ago. Um, but now through IATSE, they are, as of this year, they are now in a union. So that's wow. as, as, basically as soon as I leave, they decide to unionize. um but they uh yeah so that's that's a huge thing because they script coordinators um i've i've been lucky in that i've had great jobs but there are script coordinators that literally like wait in the wee hours of the morning like three four in the morning for a script and then they get the script and then they have to format it and then they have to send it out to everybody and Hmm. when you're working at three in the morning that's not really the best time that's not going to be your best work when you have such an important job of making sure the script is right that everyone is going to see and everyone is going to use so 
unionizing now is really hasn't, I wouldn't say exactly solved that because there are people that will still send you scripts at three in the morning, but now they know that they're going to have to pay for all of those hours. And maybe that's not the best thing to do is to send you a script at 3am in the morning. Yeah. The witching hour, you got to be careful. Yeah. It's not, you're not, no one's going to have their best work at three in the morning, maybe unless you're working at NORAD, but not in, uh, you know, (laughs) not in film and television. Now, uh, you've been around scripts and writing, uh, from the beginning. Um, and you mentioned when you, when you send the scripts to everybody, make sure everybody has it, distribute it. At what point does it go from email to physical paper? Is that in the read throughs, the rehearsals? Well, hopefully it doesn't go to physical paper. <laughs> That's my goal. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Cause, uh, I, I created an app called Scriptation that's a, a reader and, and a script reader and annotator for mobile devices. So my goal is to never have that happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, I imagine but it does happen, and that's why you created the app. Unfortunately, yes, yeah. it does, and that's why I created the app. Because when you, when you work in film and television, I'm, I'm the script coordinator, so I'm the one responsible for putting out all the script revisions. And uh, I, I was working on a show, this is maybe like four or five years ago where um, it was actually a pilot where we were putting out so many script revisions. Every single night was a full 50 page draft, um, which would add 50 pages to a hundred plus people a day. Um, yeah, it was, and that's kind of, I don't want to say that's normal, but it kind of unfortunately is, um, that, people are, are, um, making so many script revisions. So not only is it just a waste of paper, which is where I was coming from initially, like, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Like, how are we just, cause you put out your script revision, you use it, you, you mark this, you mark up the script, you, you use it and then you get a new script and all that paper is in the trash or hopefully the recycle. But right. you know, it's like a one and done. It's a single use. Sure. Um, so, you know, I, I thought that there, you know, we, got, we have to do something about this paper problem, first of all. And uh, the way I kind of went about it was, okay, so, you know, we have Kindles and iPads and all of these kind of script readers, so why aren't we using those? And then it turned out that we were using, like some people were using those, mm-hmm. but still a very similar problem presents itself where, um, you know, if you're on the crew, if you're a director or a production assistant or whatever job you have, you get the script. Okay. You get it on an iPad and then, um, as a PDF, and then you use any sort of PDF annotator, like Adobe to mark up the document. That's great. But then what happens when the next full 50 page script comes to you? How do you get all of your notes that you made on the initial draft into the next draft? So that's where I came up with scriptation, trying to solve this problem. And what scriptation does is it can take your notes that you've made on, let's say, the table draft of a document and the table read. Then your next draft is the shooting or production draft. Um, Once you get that draft, all of your notes will import into the new draft. And if lines have changed or if lines have moved, your notes move with them. Wow. So... Uh, which, as you can imagine, if, if you're a director, for example, and you get a script at the table read and you're making notes, I mean, literally, literally I've had directors with two, 3,000 annotations on a draft. 
Um, and if they're making all of their notes on one draft of a script and then they get a full new draft of the script, if they hit a button and in 10 seconds, all of their notes, highlights, uh, camera shots, photos move into the new draft in the correct places. Mm -hmm. I mean, this saves them. I, I was just meeting with a director. His name is, is John Scott. Um, he's worked on Star, uh, the new Star Trek show. Mm -hmm. um, he's worked on The Magicians. Uh, and he was saying that, you know, scriptation literally saves him four or five hours every week just with this process. Wow. Um, so that you'd was, have to do it by hand. You'd have to go back, look at all your, your, your notes and then transfer them by hand. Is that the way it was done? Yeah, that's the way it's done. And that's the way it's still being done. Wow. Um, and you know, scriptation has been spreading because of this feature. It's, some, so, you know, let's say you're on set, right? And even if you're on a locked script where you're getting pages, so let's say you've got a 50-page script and then, okay, they put out 15 revision pages. So now a PA has to drive the pages to the set. People are taking out the pages, manually putting in the pages, recopying in their notes. Yeah. I mean, just on those 15 pages, this is going to take time. Right. And um, with scriptation, if you get 15 revision pages, you hit a button, all your notes get moved into the new pages. That process takes 10 seconds. Hmm. So um, you could see why it's kind of, you know, you, you get it on one set and then it slowly starts to spread to other departments. And yeah, I mean, this is a problem with paper copies, but this is also a problem with any other PDF annotation software. You're still running into that issue where, you mark up one document, and then what happens with the with the next? Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, this is the this is the problem we're trying to solve. And the the cool thing about scriptation is anyone can use it any which way they want. So if you're a director, if you're a DP, if you're a production assistant, if you're an agent manager, if you're a writer, if you're making notes on a script and you get a new copy, you're going to want to transfer your notes. So. Mm -hmm. Um, this is why it's kind of it's kind of beneficial in all facets of uh, script, you know, whether it's in scripted TV or major motion pictures, which we've been used on or independent films, which really um, a lot of people, I would say a lot of indie filmmakers are, are, you know, are more acceptable you know, or susceptible to change and they're more willing to try new things. Mm -hmm. So for anything that helps them in that process. Um, we've found a lot of success in, in, in indie film. It's like one guy gets it and it's like, I got to tell everybody else about it. And then yeah. their entire crew is on it. Well, yeah, with, uh, with this app, you're, you're saving a lot of time and a lot of paper, both. And it, and it's also a lot of stuff people don't want to do. This is the clerical stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, like people want to be creative and because, because they're not spending hours a week, recopying and rewriting their notes, they can actually focus on things that matter, like how the shot looks, <laughs> mm -hmm. getting the performances they want, really thinking about what they want for the scene. Right. So it, it's, it's all helping the creative process in a, in a way where you can be more productive. And it's also good for the environment because you're not wasting all this paper. Um, I mentioned the, um, the magicians and, um, we've been, you know, they've been such an incredible show, 
not just with Scriptation, but with all their environmental policies that they're instituting on the show, they were telling us that through the first six weeks of production um, using Scriptation, they've cut back on 80,000 sheets of paper. They've made 80,000 less copies through six weeks of production, which is phenomenal. I mean, that is such a huge... Um, and they said that that's a cost savings with everything of over $3,000. And this is through six weeks of production. That's nothing. Right. So, um, it's really making a difference and it's something that, that really, you know, makes everybody at Scriptation really proud that we could kind of have this effect on a show and also at the same time help people, um, in terms of their productivity. So it's really a win-win. Right. Yeah. It's, it's a great thing you're doing, man. Um, now, if you don't mind, I'd like to get into the notes uh, part of it, you know, just to clarify. Like um, uh, the writer may make notes that actually change the script, whereas the director mm-hmm. may may make a note just of what he wants to do at that point in that script, maybe with the actors or the camera. So that won't actually change the actual script, right? Um, yeah. So once the Um, I mean, if you're working in television or I can imagine really any, I I guess this kind of applies all across the board, but when you, um, distribute a script to everybody, I mean, that's the Bible, like you're not supposed to change it. That's why everything gets distributed Mm -hmm. as a PDF and not like a live writing document. Mm -hmm. So yeah, once that gets, once that script gets distributed as a PDF, you're not supposed to change anything. So that's why um, everyone can kind of make notes that they want to make. So these notes that are personal to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but we we actually have uh, a feature that we have on our um, on our enterprise uh, version of Scriptation because right now anyone anyone could go to Scriptation and anyone could go to the App Store and get Scriptation for ten bucks. It's really cheap to get. Um, you can have all your annotation tools. You can transfer your notes. It gives you all that. On the version that um, certain studios have, you can actually. So, if you're a director, or if you're a department head um, in the art department, or wh- wherever you are, for example, um, or in post, you can make all the notes on your uh, document, and then you could actually share just your notes with either people in your department or people in other departments so they could see what you're thinking. Oh, that's great. And, and where we're going with this and where we think everybody else is going is uh, to have eventually to be the, have the script be collaborative. Where, um, because a lot of times there are problems where, you, yes, you have a production meeting and this is what's going to happen and this is how you're going to do and everything you do things and everyone's on board with everything and then you get script changes. Hmm. You don't have, and you're shooting and you don't have time for another production meeting. So where we're going with collaboration is when these changes happen, um, departments can communicate, can communicate with each other easily within the scriptation app and can say, Hey, did you see this change? Did you see that now, you know, if I'm in props, did you see that now they want this character to carry a gun in a purse, but they didn't say what type of gun, how big the gun is, or what type of purse, or how big the purse is. Hmm. Now these departments, these two departments, have to connect with each other and say, okay, I'm going to get this gun. That means it has to fit into this size purse. Right. So a lot of things that happen during production that you don't get a chance to have another meeting about. So we're hoping with this feature, people will be able to collaborate with each other um, in a way that's like, hey, did you see this change? This is what I'm thinking. And then you could share your notes on 
on a, on their script. Basically it's like, Hey, we all have the same script. Like here are my notes and mm-hmm. here, Oh, and here and the other departments, like here are my notes. So that way you can see exactly what people are thinking on the script. So, um, this is where we believe collaboration is going with the script. And I think it's, it's going to be really cool to have people be able to share and, and even chat with each other in, in that kind of way. Oh yeah. Now, when you say chat, is there a, a, a literal chat window in, in the app? <laughs> there will be. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what we want to build. We want to be able for, we want to have people be able to communicate within the app. Um, cause right now in our, in our studio version, you can share annotations with each other. So if I, if I'm a director and I have all my notes, I can choose people that I want to share my notes with, and then they'll get the notes via a push notification or an email notification, and then be able to download my notes into their draft and they can see exactly what I'm thinking. But what we want to do with that is we want chat in there as well. Cause that's the next logical step, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. This is what you're thinking. Now let's have a live chat where you can really tell me what you're thinking. Like, okay, so you, you know, you cross this thing out or you have an idea for this, but can you tell me a little bit more, a little bit more about that? So that's where we're going with chat. Wow. Yeah, that's great. And, uh, maybe beyond that, you'll have, uh, you know, a camera FaceTime thing going on or holograms, who knows? (laughs) We can hope. (laughs) Holograms, that would be cool. Right. (laughs) Well, this is all fantastic. I think I think this is a a great app. Um, obviously, I haven't used it yet, but I've I've looked at it, um, and it was a bit of a, a success story, right? As far as um, raising the money and getting everything launched. Do you want to talk about that at all? Sure. Um, yeah. I mean, I <laughs> when I was looking, I mean, this was this was maybe four four plus years ago. But I, you know, I had the idea, like I mentioned on the show, and um, I'm not an app developer, so I posted an ad on Facebook asking if people, if anybody knew an app developer that was familiar with PDF annotation. That was my whole post. I was like, I knew I wanted an iOS developer, and if someone knew how um, to work with annotation tools and annotation software, then okay, we could, you know then maybe we had something. So mm-hmm. I, I found a guy and, uh, the first step was, can we intelligently transfer notes from one draft into another draft? And there were, there were a few points where we're like, uh, it doesn't look like we can do that. <laughs> and then we kind of had, we got a little lucky. We had a couple breakthroughs. We, um, had another developer look at it and they, the two guys worked together and, yeah, it's been kind of, you know, that was the major problem. Can we move notes? And then we figured out that we could do it in an intelligent way. And we've kind of kept building on that. And, um, yeah, we launched in the app store in, in 2016. We just kind of, we, we put, we put it in the store for 10 bucks and, um, didn't do any advertising really or marketing at all. We just had a few people that I had known from working in the industry and, uh, it started, you know, it was like one person used it on this show and then a few other people had it. And then the way television works is shows get canceled <laughs> mm-hmm. and then that crew from the canceled show moves on to another show. So 
which, which is helpful in getting scriptation spread because a few people use it on one show and then they move to it. Then all those, you know, let's say those four people, they all got on different shows and were using it. Then right. it started spread for more people. So, um, yeah, it started spreading in that kind of way. And, uh, one day I got an email from Rob Morrow who um, is an actor and director. He was on sure. Northern Exposure, Numbers. Uh, he was in Quiz Show. Uh, he, he's recurring on Billions right now. And he said, you know, I love your app. Let's, let's talk about it. And we, you know, you know, I met with him and we said, we're thinking of raising money and um, kind of adding all these features and, and having an enterprise version. And, and he's like, I'm in, just, you know, tell me. And so from there, I, you know, we raised, uh, you know, he was the lead investor in the round. And from my connections in the industry, I contacted a lot of other writers, directors, um, cinematographers that I had known. And we put a, a funding, a funding round together and we closed it earlier this year. And, we, we launched our, our uh, studio version um, about a month ago, and now we're, we're launching some pro features for our iOS app um, that people have been requesting because every day I – these are the emails that I usually get, which is, hey, love the app. Um, can you add this thing? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we want to be able to add that thing for every department. So that's what we're, what we're going to be doing in the next month or two is we're going to be launching pro features for um, different departments. So if you're a script supervisor, you get the script supervisor tool set. If you're a director, an assistant director, you get their director tool set and, and so on. Wow. Yeah, I can just imagine the amount of categories you could go through. And even outside of film, not that I that may be or may not be your direction, but I'm sure there's tons of businesses out there that collaborate like this on stories or, or uh, you know, campaigns, that sort of thing. It's a, it's a great idea. Yeah, for other for other industries, I mean, if you go into legal or you go into education, and there's a clear application for the technology of of note transferring. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know just from dealing with my own uh, with dealing with contracts just from the scriptation side. A lot of times you get PDFs and you don't know what's changed. So there's a clear application for document comparison and kind of the way we transfer notes um, with, again, you know, I, I built this thing because I work in film and television and I understand the script revision process and I know how it's exactly applicable towards our industry. But when you're talking like legal education, yeah, clearly like there are PDF documents going back and forth that people don't know what things are changed and people want to be able to track that. So we, you know, we're, we're exploring, I'll say those, uh, avenues as well. So do most people, um, let's say on set when they're using this, it's on a tablet yeah, so we are available on iOS, so iPad and iPhone. We're also available on Windows. Um, we're, we're, it's, it's called UWP, Universal Windows Platform, which means we're available on any device. So uh, Microsoft Surface and Surface Pro, the Surface Laptop, or any Dell computer that you have. But um, a lot of people are using it. They'll take their iPad to set 
and they'll use it on an iPad. We're not yet available on Mac, which we get a lot of requests for because mm. people really want to be able to mark up a document either on their iPad or on Mac and, and kind of look at it on both devices. Yeah, could so, see that. Um, yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's helpful like if they're uh, doing a breakdown or putting things into an Excel sheet and they can have scriptation running kind of side by side with their um, other uh, software, whether it's Excel or, um, you know, any, anything else that they're using and then save their scriptation annotated file and then open it on their phone, open it on their iPad and be in the same spot. Wow. So um, we know that people really want that. And Apple finally gave developers a way to port their iOS apps into macOS because when you're a software developer and you're, and you're you're working with Apple, it's a little frustrating because there's iOS, macOS, tvOS, watchOS, mm. watchOS, and they're all different operating systems. Um, but uh, at the last developer conference, Apple um, is working on right now in beta a way to bring your iOS apps into macOS, and it so far is working really great which is good news for scriptation users because that means we'll be able to have a Mac OS version pretty soon. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that's, uh, uh, I mean, it's going to be great for everybody. So that's, that's coming down the pipeline. Well, Steve, I think you're doing a great job, man. And I, I wish you the best of luck in, in all your endeavors. Um, Thanks, Tim. Yeah. Obviously you're in the app store. Um, it's called scriptation. Uh, you want to give out your website or anything else like that? Yeah, sure. So um, you could find us in the in the iOS uh, app store at Scriptation. It's nine ninety nine. Same thing in the Windows app store. We're in nine. It's nine ninety nine. You can find us on our website, Scriptation.com, which is receiving an update very soon. So um, depending on where this airs, the the new site may be up or not. But uh, yeah, and any any questions or or comments, you could um, email feedback or support at scriptation.com. And if you have any feature requests, we are very open to hearing from you. So those are the right channels to send feature requests. We get them every day. And um, the more feature requests we get for one thing, the more likely it is that we'll, we'll do it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, please uh, visit us, contact us. We, we love hearing from everybody. You guys have a Scriptation Twitter account? We do. So on social media, we're um, on all the channels on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We are at Scriptation App. So yeah, you can find us there. We, we post every day. And we also, anytime um, we have a filmmaker that uses Scriptation um, and takes a shot, whether they're on, you know, if they're on set or they're at a coffee shop using Scriptation, I know we've had a lot of writers that uh, write um, separately and then bring their scripts into scriptation and start marking it up. Um, so anyone that uses scriptation on a set and takes a photo of themselves, we, we generally repost those, hmm. um, and we'll link to your account and we'll link to your film. So it's, it's good all around. Um, it really helps us showing that you use it and yeah, we're happy to repost that kind of stuff. Well, that's great. Well, thanks again, Steve. Uh, this was very informative and uh, I urge all my listeners to uh, check out the app Scriptation. 
Awesome. Thanks. Uh, thanks for having me. I was really uh, happy to talk about uh, the career path, which uh, hopefully people can learn from and um, an app that um, people can actually use. Well, that's that. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Indie Film Grit podcast. Feel free to go to the website and check out the show notes at IndieFilmGrit.com. Follow us on Twitter at IndieFilmGrit. And subscribe to us on iTunes. Well, I should really wrap this up, but before I go, let me ask you something. Do you have the courage, the passion, and the perseverance to make indie films? Do you have enough indie film grit?